Welcome to Above Par. I'm your host, Kathy Hartwood. I show you how to take more of your talent to the golf course without practicing harder, taking more lessons, or buying new equipment. I show you how to end the frustration of underperforming so you can start playing to your potential. This is where you are going to learn how to think above par so you can play below par. Let's get to it. Well, hey there, my golf friend, and welcome back to Above Par. It's nice to have you here and listening. Thank you so much. I am so excited about some of the things that I have lined up that I've been working on for December, January, and the beginning of 22 to help you all with your mental game. Not my favorite term, but I use it because it is really just about managing your thoughts and emotions. I really think it's like an extension of the game. Like you should work on your driver, you should work on your irons, you know, your full swing, short game, putting, bunker, mental game. It's all of it. It is a component of the game. <laughs> Again, I don't like the word mental game, but you have to work on your thoughts and you have to work on dealing with your emotions. It's part of it. It's part of what helps you show up with all the talent that you have. It's also part of what makes it more fun. If you're miserable on the golf course, that's a red flag. If you're miserable for a long time after you play around, that's a red flag, right? All those emotions that come up throughout the round are telling you something. And when you know how to listen to them, you're really going to help yourself get out of your own way and play more to your potential. So I have a lot of great things in store for you, whether you're a male, a female, a junior, it doesn't matter. As long as you have a brain, you can deal with uh, managing it. So today I wanted to talk to you about manuals. And actually, I'm going to call them rules books because in our coaching world, I was introduced to this concept called manuals, and I'm going to translate that over to golf and call it a rules book. And not the rules on how many strokes you have to take in a penalty or how you drop a ball or whatever it is. These are the rules that you have for maybe other people, how things are supposed to go, and actually for yourself. And I want to dive into it and explain this concept to you and see how it's showing up for you in your golf and in your life and really what the point of having a manual or a rule book is. So this is the concept, is that we have these little books <laughs> that we have written about how other people should behave in our lives so that we can feel better. We don't know really that we're doing this, but we, we end up giving a lot of control out to other people when we have a lot of manuals. Okay, so let me give you an example. You might be playing with people on the golf course and you have a manual or a rule book about how much someone's supposed to talk, where they're supposed to stand, how much they're supposed to move ahead, the rules on how long they should take over the golf ball, how many practice swings they should take. I don't know. We could have a gazillion things. So we have different rule books for people when we play with them. So you have probably your ideal group of people that you like to play with because they follow your rule book pretty well, right? They're doing all the things that can make you happy. But what happens is when we go out and play and we play with people who are not following our rule book, right? They're not doing the things. They're talking more than they're supposed to talk. They're moving ahead more than they're supposed to move ahead. They're playing slower than I think they should play because in my rule book, it says that people should play this fast because if they play this fast, then I'm comfortable and I don't have to be upset and I can be happy and content and I can focus and I can play my best golf. So when it, ha when it happens that someone breaks one of our rules in our rule books, we get a little blindsided, right? Now we're all of a sudden, we're agitated. We have all these emotions. We have all these 
uh, these words that come out of our mouth, like people should do this. They shouldn't talk so much. That other person now is owning so much of your attention and your energy and you're not focused on yourself. That other person that's in your rule books actually is pulling the strings on you on the golf course because you have all of these rules that they're not following. And if they don't follow them, then you are upset. So what happens is then we need that person to change so that we can be happy and focused and concentrate and be present and all the things. And that's not how it works. We can't change other people. We have to be very aware when we have these manuals and we're wanting people to be different than they are. We want things to be different on the golf course so that we can feel better is doing it the wrong way. That's where you're trying to change your situation or your circumstance so that you can feel better. And it's not what people are doing or it's not the rules in the manual that are making you upset. It's your thoughts about the rules. So one of the best things that you can do right now is just really pay attention to what is in your rule book when you go out and play. What should happen? What should pace of play be like? What should the people in your group do? What are all the rules that you have for the people around the club? how people act on the golf course. If you're a person who gets really bothered by other people on the golf course or when you're playing in tournaments, really stop and take a hard look at what is your rule book about what are people supposed to do in your world so that you can feel better. How do you want people to change so that you can take back control over your emotions? Because it's not going to work that way. People aren't going to change. You don't have that power. I wish we had that power. (laughs) So many people, I would love to change, but they have the right to be who they are just as you have the right to be who you are. We can also have manuals for how the course should be in a certain shape or set up a certain way, or the rakes should be a certain side on the the bunker, whether they're inside or out, right? There's a whole controversy on that. We can have manuals about so many different things. It's fine if you have preferences. This is not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is when you get upset because you wish things were different than they were, you're giving up your control. You have a rule book about how things should go. When we can find some peace in knowing that we do not have control to change other people, when we can accept things the way they are and know that we have control over our thoughts in that situation, that person doesn't have control over our emotions, we get back so much more power. So let me give you an off-course example. I have some people in my life who have, uh, I'm not going to call it road rage, but perhaps just a little bit of aggressiveness when they drive. Like they have rules for how people should drive on the highways or on the roads. And when they don't follow those rules, people get upset in my family. (laughs) So if people cut you off or drive too slow in the wrong lane or don't turn their blinker on, I don't know, but they have manuals for what people should do. And when they don't do it, they get upset and they get this rage or this anger. My family doesn't get that angry, but they might be a little vocal in calling people names when we're driving. (laughs) And I always just think, are they learning anything? Like, are they going to change? You have no control over them. They're going to keep cutting people off. They're going to keep driving too slowly in the wrong lane or not turning their blinker on or not paying attention. I would think that person in my family doesn't have that power or control to teach that person a lesson, so to speak, on the highway because we have these manuals for how people should drive. People should be polite. People shouldn't cut you off. People should drive the speed limit. People should drive seven miles over the speed limit. People should drive so fast in the left lane, it's only so slow in the right lane. 
(laughs) People should not cut in or tailgate, right? We have all these rules and we get upset when they do them, but we can't control the peoples. There's too many drivers on the planet for us to take on the task of trying to change everybody. So when we can come to the agreement that people cut people off, then you go on the highway when you're driving and you said people cut people off, people tailgate, right? People don't turn their blinker on. People go too slow in the left-hand lane. This is what people do. And I and you have no control over it. And that is the same for the golf course. People talk too much. People play too slow. People don't follow all the rules exactly the way you would like, right? And it's not our job to change everybody. We don't have the control to change people. And when we let their behavior affect how we feel because we've written it down in a rule book, this is what people should do. We give up so much of our mental energy and concentration and focus and emotional management. So that is one area that we have a rule book. We could also have a rule book for ourselves where we get really hard on ourselves. So if you're a person who beats yourself up a little bit or says that you should do a lot of things, it's time to take a look and see what the rule book is that you have for you. What should you do? What do you expect of yourself? What do you beat yourself up over? Like, I shouldn't make double bogeys. I shouldn't three putt more than three times. I should hit it further or hit more fairways or finish stronger or win more often. I shouldn't make mistakes. I should make so many mistakes. I should never shank the ball. And <laughs> I should never chili dip it. I should have better control over my emotions and not be so upset. Maybe you might say you make stupid mistakes, like you call yourself stupid a lot. What is the rule book that you have for you relative to your life and your golf game? And you know you have one when you should yourself. And you know you have one when you beat yourself up. So what you do when you don't follow your own rule book for how you should live your life and play your golf game is that you blame and shame yourself. You beat yourself up. And just like those other people on the golf course who people talk too much, people play too slow, you are human. You make mistakes. You're going to chili dip it every once in a while. (laughs) You might shank one. Sorry. You might one day not finish well. You might make a double bogey because you're human. And when you can have that grace and compassion for yourself and notice the rule book that you have for you, because if you follow that rule book, then you get to feel better. But when you don't follow that rule book that you have for yourself, you beat yourself up and you feel crappy. You're frustrated. You're disappointed. So what is the rule book that you have for you? How are you expecting yourself to perform on the golf course? How many mistakes do you allow yourself? How much grace and compassion do you give yourself for just being human, playing a game that is full of mistakes? It's time to take a look at your rule book, not your USGA rule book, <laughs> your personal rule book, the rule book that you have for people in your life, the rule book for the people that play on the golf course, the people at your country club, and the rule book that you have for yourself. Because when we can notice that we have a rule book, know that we don't have the power to change people and control people. It's not our job and it's not our business. When we can give other people grace and compassion for being human and let them be themselves and love them the way they are without us wanting to change them, even if they're a stranger, we can let them be who they are, then we get to go through life and through the golf game, taking care of ourselves and managing our own brain and letting them be themselves. And when you can do the same thing for you, have some grace and compassion for yourself, let you be you and not beat yourself up, then your golf game is going to show up so much better and you're going to be so much happier on and off the golf course. All right, my friend, rule book time. Pull them out, dust them off, check and see what's inside. I hope you have an amazing week and I'll talk to you next Wednesday. Do you know about my mental game quiz? 
I have a short little quiz that tests how strong your mental game is. You get an immediate answer and you also are able to download a quick start guide to mastering your golf brain. Super fun. It's only 10 questions to take you two minutes and you want to check that out at kathyhartwood.com forward slash quiz. Go check it out.